Hello, welcome to uh, another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Friday, November 22nd, 2019. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by Matt Sheehan as... I, I put a D on the end of your name right there. Sheehan. Happens. <laughs> What's up, Matt? Not a lot. I mean, getting the name wrong happens a lot. I, I played a round of golf, uh, luckily, in Arizona last weekend. And for about two and a half hours of that round, I was Mark instead of Matt. You didn't Did cr- not care to correct them. Mark's a fine name. So, uh, yeah, uh, you could call me whatever you want. Who was calling you Mark? The other three guys I paired up with. So I, I golf mm. solo, so I crashed the party of three other very nice gentlemen. Um, but we were just uh, – we, we, we trailed away from calling me Matt after about three holes, and I was Mark for the next ten holes. And at the very end, the guy I was sharing the cart was like, what is it? Was it Mark or Matt? I'm like, ah, it's Matt, but I, who cares? Whatever. So, yep. Good story. That's, story. <laughs> yeah, that's what I got for you today. Um, how'd your basketball game go? One on a buzzer beater. Not by me, of course. Oh, but uh, very exciting. Like, Tied 80 to 80, uh, which is a high-scoring game for 40-minute running clock. Yeah, wow. And, uh, yeah, we had the ball out of bounds. One and a half seconds left. Uh, my brother found my good old friend Dave across the court, grabbed it eight feet behind the three-point line, and cashed it. So it was very exciting. I went one for one, though. Nice. So that was also exciting, too. Very yeah. good. Good for you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, man. I am proud of you. Well, that's all good to hear. I'm glad you're doing well uh, on the show today. We got a good yeah. one. Woo! A lot of stuff to talk not about. Not really, though. I mean... It's, well, yeah, shut up. Okay. It's a good one. It's not... Like, just because it's... We're going to talk about Joey Hauser. I'm going to yeah. fly to wherever Matt is right now and beat him up. Okay. For just derailing everything. Yeah, that's typical. So we're going to, Joey Hauser's waiver gets tonight. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we are going to play a game. Uh, I have a handful, I think a baker's dozen. Of, oh, wow. Of Rutgers stats. And Matt is going to have to figure out if they are true or false. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk about Michigan State playing Rutgers. Because that's yeah. a football game that is happening tomorrow. Noon. On C-SPAN 4. It's going to be great. <laughs> I cannot wait for it. Fox Business Channel, and that's not a joke, yes. because Michigan State's already played on Fox Business Channel once this year. Yeah, you missed that. I did. Yeah, the opening of the Illinois game was on Fox Business. I was a little bummed that, uh, that I didn't miss it. Yeah. Oh, well. So, that's the plan for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Subscribing is the easiest way to get these episodes to your phone. Every single day, you can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Cool. All right, Josie, Josie, Josie Hauser. Yes, Josie, Josie Alta Hauser. Oh, yes. I was going to say Josie Alta Hauser. Uh, Joey Hauser, it. Joey Hauser's waiver gets denied. The appeals get denied. The final appeal gets denied. And he, he, ugh, he will not be playing basketball for Michigan State this nope. season. Yeah. Bummer. I don't think it not it's it was expected, right? <laughs> it it was at the beginning, but after like so here's the thing. It's like I, I think being an avid Twitter user kind of inflated my expectations a little bit because yeah. on the surface, if I wasn't on Twitter, all I would know is that Joey Hauser left Marquette, he didn't like it, and came to Michigan State. However, being on Twitter for the last two, three, four weeks, every two hours, seeing John Rothstein's Twitter account 
just basically auto-populate with uh, waiver news being approved, 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 approved. Like It was like, oh, they're going rogue and approving everyone. This is great. And, of course, it didn't work out the way that we wanted it to. So, yeah, I can understand why he didn't get his waiver approved. But after you see, like, dozens of other athletes in the same situation get their waivers approved, it's like, are are we just spinning a, a Wheel of Fortune wheel? I mean, this is... What's the protocol here? And obviously, Izzo was upset about that too. So yeah, he, he resigned from the board of I love it. directors of the National Association of Basketball Coaches. I I love that, but what I loved more was this quote about like I've been a good soldier to them. They just lost one of those good soldiers today. I was like, oh yeah, Izzo, let's go, buddy. I love it. Uh, that so. may, that means nothing though because Izzo cannot bring himself to tur- turn John Calipari. Like uh, just, no, yeah, like I would love for him to start like just rolling out bags of cash to recruits and yeah. stuff like that, and you know, building a skyscraper for uh, Imani Bates and his whole entire family in East Lansing. But it's 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 probably not going to happen. So yeah, I think Tom just gets mad. Tom's an emotional guy. You um, think so? I think he was a little emotional today at the uh, oh, the presser. Right. He's you know, he, he's fiery. He gets mad, and sometimes he yells at Thomas Kithier. Sometimes he yells at the NCAA. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I, I get why he's upset, obviously, um, because you look at the whole grand scheme of things. And also, like, beyond the transfer waivers, too. Like, you got programs like Kansas just putting Brinks trucks in recruits' houses and no punishment whatsoever to anyone. You have James Wiseman and his family getting moved to Memphis by Penny Hardaway, and he's going to be eligible again in January. Like, it's just – it's wildly inconsistent i'm not breaking any news to anyone by you know saying this right now but yeah the ncaa's inconsistencies are upsetting uh if you're on the wrong side of them and today we are on the wrong side of them so Mm -hmm. yep yeah and that's someone asked me um do do we see tony bennett making a big deal out of sam not getting eligible sam hauser who went to Mm -hmm. virginia i don't see what the big deal is like why is Izzo making such a stink about it and mm-hmm. I think just the, the the general point of making us think about it is that there are no clear guidelines. There's no set yeah. rules that anyone follows. It's totally arbitrary. The, the process is not public in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you just you have no idea kind of what's going on. And, and there are, are far-reaching impacts for this. Scholarship counts come into play. Um, obviously, specific players being able to play the quality of a team Michigan State's really great but with Joey Hauser they might be overwhelmingly great um right and so it's just stuff like that a lot of things are at stake jobs for people are at stake someone gets a high profile transfer uh coach x needs a needs a good year gets a big transfer in that can really you know get the team back to the NCAA tournament or something like that and then he's ruled Mm -hmm. ineligible for whatever reason uh, can't play right away, and then Coach X is getting fired, and his entire staff is getting fired, and it's like there are things that really there are far-reaching implications of this beyond just whether or not people are playing basketball. And there's no point to them sitting out a year. Um, yeah, true. I, I guess punishment is the uh, honestly is it punishment? It has to be punishment. As I can't a, think of another word for as it. A yeah, deterrent, right? To try yeah. to prevent. Uh, player agency, player mobility, uh, they punish them by making them sit mm-hmm. a year, which doesn't make any sense <laughs> because that's not uh, a way to correct behavior. No, it's not, but it's just the way it is. 
I mean, and it sucks because you also like go cross sports too. Like obviously football, I, I know like Tate Martell was damn near trending again on MSU Twitter at least uh, because yeah, I mean, his waiver was immediately approved. It's not like it was like a hardship waiver. He was moving closer to home. He went from Ohio state to Miami. The kid went to high school in Vegas and grew up in South California. It's like, it, it's, it's wildly inconsistent across the board, across sports. It's, uh, it's a bummer, but Oh, well, I mean, at the end of the day, th- this only makes MSU go from a great team to a great team yeah. uh, to not have Joey Hauser. <laughs> the kids are going to be all right. This they, team is going to be just fine. I don't yeah. know if anyone saw the Seton Hall game. Kids are going to be all right. It would just been like the cherry on top of another cherry on this great Sunday that is MSU basketball. So Yeah, they go from the odds-on favorite to win the national title to the mm-hmm. odds-on favorite to win the national title. Ah, shoot. All right. So... Yeah. yeah, it may. I, have, I can name worse things in life. So it would be uh, really fun to have Joey Hauser play on this team, mm-hmm. but it's also going to be really fun to have Joey Hauser play on next year's team. See, that's what I keep thinking too. Yeah. Especially you have the likes of one or both of Tillman and Henry coming back next year too. That would be fun times, yeah. silly times, some may say. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it's going to be an yeah. interesting. Off season with some some decisions, I think, with there, but mm-hmm. Michigan State's still going to be really good next year, and Joey Hauser is going to be a huge part of that. And everyone's like, "Yep, he's a pro." Like everyone who's seen him play. Oh, seriously, um, yeah, yeah. Who's played against some guys in practice? Like, yeah, well, he's a pro. Like, well, and he's allowed to still practice, right? Even though he got yes. denied, I, I'd imagine. Okay, well, that, that's good. I, yeah. I like Kithier and Bingham going against a guy like Hauser every day in practice. That's exactly Ooh. what Kithier told media today. He's like, "Yeah, perfect." Like Joey is. A killer in practice and he makes us better he is like the best scout team player you could ever imagine <laughs> perfect so it's like yeah that that works out all right let's turn our attention to the gridiron yes but we're not going to dive fully into the gridiron just yet we are going to talk about rutgers but not specific football-y things um love it rutgers stats true or false coming up here in just a minute March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Matt, are you ready? When you sent me the text that we were going to do this segment, I literally laughed out loud right Mm -hmm. at my desk at work. So, yes, my God, am I ready. It's going to be great. (laughs) How confident are you? Mm, On a scale of 1 to 10, I'm about like a 6 right now. A 6. Okay, so... What I've got here is, I think it's either 12 or 13. It's tough to count because I didn't use bullet points or or number them. But I got a big list here. Big list. uh, And I will read from them. You will tell me if they are true or false. And we will Mm -hmm. keep track of how you do. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm a little nervous. Uh, All right. We're going to start off with an easy one. Okay. Rutgers has the worst average scoring margin in college football. Division one, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. FBS. The, 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 okay. Out of the 130 teams. 
They're is UConn and UMass an FBS? I, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go f- uh, true. I'm gonna go true. You're gonna go true. Yeah. It is false. Oh. They are 125th out of 130. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> uh, so O for one. Let me uh, put a big X next to that one. Who's behind them? Do, do you have it written down? Who's behind them or no? Uh, both UConn and UMass are behind them. Uh, they are. Oh, yeah, man. Akron is behind them as well. And there's oh, yeah. one other team that I should maybe Rice. No, Rice been a little bit better this year. Oh, it's probably like um, New Mexico State. They've think, had a, yeah, think, a rough go at it. I think you're right. It's I think it's New Mexico State. Gotcha. Okay. So. God. All right. Well, <laughs> hey, good for Rutgers. There we go. All right. 125th. Not bad. Mm-hmm. All right. Ready? Yeah. No Rutgers quarterback has thrown for more than one touchdown in a single game this year. That. that, that okay. True. But that can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> it is false. Okay, oh, for two? Oh, no. <laughs> they have had quarterbacks do it twice. Once was against UMass, once was against Liberty. Oh, okay. Uh, against UMass, it was two touchdown passes and three interceptions. Okay. <laughs> against Liberty. The old was... Jameis Winston stat line, nice. <laughs> <laughs> against Liberty, it was a much cleaner two touchdowns, no interceptions. Okay, gotcha. All right. Ah, that just felt so real, though, you know. <laughs> I could just envision it. <laughs> All Crap. Right. So 0 for 2 so far. Yeah. Got to get you on the board. Yeah. Rutgers has rushed for more yards this season than Michigan State. Oh. Oh, oh, true. Because I know, like, during that October gauntlet, uh, the rushing yards were not a-flowing for your Spartans. So give me true to that one. You were correct. Hey, hey, there we go. I hate being right on that one. We got (laughs) one. (laughs) Crap. Um... I'll put a big C next to that for correct. Thanks. Appreciate that, man. All right. Next one. Okay. This is a good one. Is it though? Or is it a fake one? Uh We'll see. Rutgers has three quarterbacks that have thrown more than 40 passes this year. Not one of them has a positive touchdown to interception ratio. Oh, that is a good one. I think it's true. I, I think it's true. It is true. Hey, there we go. All right. Squared up. Two for four. <laughs> We've got um, Johnny Langan, who's got sure. four touchdowns and eight interceptions on yeah. uh, 115 attempts. My kind of QB. Yep. Archer Sitowski, who has thrown 68 times this year, I think is now redshirting. Yes, he's now redshirting. One yeah. touchdown, two interceptions. And then McLean Carter on 46 attempts. McLean Carter, I like the way he plays football. <laughs> he says he's got eight yards per attempt. Uh-huh. And two touchdowns to four interceptions on 46 passes. <laughs> yes. My 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 man. Is, who are we going to see who who's going to start Saturday? Any idea? Langan, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I think it's <clears throat> excuse me. I I'm almost positive Langan's been running it. Like it's tough to tell though cuz you look at their box scores and everyone's playing. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> cuz that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah. Um yeah, and there we go. All right, I lost my place. So you got two Correct in a row. Yep. I think all you've right. said true for every single answer so far. Because they're all so believably bad. <laughs> That's why. Okay, here's one. All right. Rutgers has scored more points against Ohio State than any other team the Buckeyes have played this year. Oh, man. It's it's. It, I think it's true. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I think it is. It is true. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Because like they scored like north of twenty, didn't they? They scored twenty-one on Ohio State. Florida Atlantic also scored twenty-one. Oh, um, okay. But I didn't want to put the the tie thing in there, so I figured it would work there. Yeah, no one else right. has scored twenty-one points. <laughs> They've played, uh, and I don't think Penn State's going to do it this week either. So that would be even better of a stat this year. That would be the greatest stat in college football, without a doubt. All right, here's the next one. You Nice rebound here after an 0-for-2 start. Thank you, yeah. Rutgers has more turnovers than offensive touchdowns this season. Yeah, no, that that has to be true. You've said true on all of these, Matt. Okay, but like I just heard that three quarterbacks have a negative touchdown-interception ratio. Well, they have, I'm just going to They have running backs, too. Well, I'm I, I'm sure they fumble. <laughs> I'm sure they cough the ball up. It is true. Yeah. There we go. Twenty-one to eighteen. Uh, twenty-one intercept or twenty-one turnovers, eighteen offensive touchdowns. Big yikes, man. Okay. Well, okay. I'm starting to feel a little better about this game. However, that scoring twenty-one against Ohio State still stands out to me. But I think it was fifty-six to seven, and then that does not change my perception of that stat. <laughs> All right, Rutgers had a game this season in which they mm-hmm. passed for zero total yards. That okay? That has to be false. I, I can't believe that could be a true statement in 2019. False. It is false. They passed for one yard against Indiana. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man, that's not better at all. No. I knew you'd get that one right, but I, I wanted to put false because it was funnier to me as false. <laughs> I, I think you're right. It was funnier. All right. E- but equally as shocking. I mean, what's the difference between one and zero yard other than 36 inches? You know, 36 it's... inches, three feet, however you want to dice it up. Brutal. All right, man, you're rolling. Next one. I'm on a heat check, yeah. Rutgers has zero turnover-free games. Oh, that's false. It is false. How'd you get that so quickly? Look at me go. Because I, I just heard that they have had 21 <laughs> turnovers so far this year. Like, they gotta equally distribute them. I mean, it, ha- it has to be over the course of every game they've played. So you think they have had... To- Wait, I'm confused. I think that they have not gone a game without a turnover. Oh, did I get that wrong then? You miss into... Rutgers has zero turnover-free games. Mm-hmm. So you think that's oh. true? They've had a turnover in every single game. Here, yeah, I'll I think ask they've had this a turnover right. in every single game. Rutgers, yeah. Rutgers has had a turnover in every single game this year. Oh, true. Yeah. Okay. False. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, man. Shoot. <laughs> you had what a hot right. streak that was. What a what a dramatic ending to that <laughs> that hot streak. They had uh, one turnover-free game against Liberty. Man, come on, Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze, get, get it, it done. Figured out. <sighs> All right. So right. you you had it correct, but I knew you were actually thinking wrong. You so I didn't yeah. want you to back into an, a correct. That's answer called there. co-host chemistry, right there. Even when I'm right, you know that I'm wrong. <laughs> that's that's wrong. big time. <laughs> okay, Rutgers has had more turnovers than touchdowns in nine of ten games this season. False. I think it's a different number. I think it's like seven out of ten. Wow. Like False. Eight out of ten. Ah. Okay. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Look at All you. Right. You're yeah, there we go. In. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I I know my Scarlet Knights. Okay. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this question is sort of tough. Bear with me here. 
Okay, sure. In just we're we're talking about just in matchups against Rutgers, not like over the season or anything like that. Just individual games only against Rutgers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So while playing Rutgers, two non-quarterbacks have outgained the entire Rutgers offense by more than double. Uh yeah, true. Do you true. realize what that question is asking? I do. Yeah, yeah. It is true. That's uh, that. That might be the craziest one you've rattled off so far. Here's, <laughs> here's the best. Part. Uh, I don't know. The the one passing yard is is up there as well. Here's the best part. Okay. They were both in the same game. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh my. Oh no. Oh no. Was it the Indiana game? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Um. I don't have the specific oh, numbers in front of me. I think Indiana, or I think Rutgers, here, I'll, I'll pull up this game log. They had 75 yards of total offense. Uh, and then against Minnesota, I think Wap Fillier had like 160 and Stevie Scott had 160, something like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yikes. Okay. Actually, well. I may have, hold on. Um, it doesn't matter. Either way, the, the point still stands. <laughs> That Rutgers is not good. Yeah, Rutgers is not great. Um, Indeed, so not good. Okay, correct there. All right, two more to go. Okay, Rutgers doesn't have a single game this season in which they've given up less than three touchdowns. They've given up three or more touchdowns every single game this year. True or false? True. True. That is true. Yeah. All right. Uh, where am I at right now? In terms of like overall. Yeah, yeah, my uh, my my score, my record. Uh, you've got uh, seven and three. one, two, three wrong, and one, okay. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight right. Wow, eight and three. I'm not just bull eligible. I'm like good bull game eligible. You are. Oh, you're man. looking like. Can you get to I'm the going outback like, bull? I might be able to. Okay. Yeah. Stevie Scott yeah. had 164 yards on 12 carries. Watt Fillier had 182 receiving yards, and <laughs> Rutgers gained 75 yards. Perfect. Just, just, <laughs> just brilliant. Just fantastic. Incredible. What a string of words. <laughs> All right, last one. You ready? All right. Trying to get oh, to I'm nine ready. and three. Get to a bowl game and try to get to double. That, that gets you to the Citrus Bowl. Nine and three is for the Citrus Bowl. Gets you to the uh, Holiday Bowl. Oh, okay. Rutgers has given up 50 touchdowns in their 10 games this <sighs> season. Oh, no, 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 no. False. False. They've given up 47 touchdowns. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's still absurdly high. My God. I should have okay. went with 45. Or, uh, you would have said false either way, but you would have been <laughs> thinking the wrong thing. Right. No, yeah, definitely. So nine and three, Matt. You went nine and three. Thank you. Wow. Those are, those are, that was tough. You did well. I can't lie. That was pretty tough. I, I don't want to break my own hand patting my back, but like that, that was that was a tough lineup, and I can't believe how bad Rutgers is, and I can't believe that I'm still going to be sweating out Saturday's game. So, And we'll talk Woo! about why here in just a minute. 20 points favorite, twenty point favorites, Matt. 20 and uh, a half. That, 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 you could shave a zero off that. <laughs> I, it might as well be two points. I, I do not care. <laughs> so you're not betting on the Spartans? Well, what do you? Th- I wouldn't lay twenty against East Lansing High School. No, I'm not betting the Spartans. <laughs> Heavens! Even though I just laid out a lot yeah. of evidence that Rutgers is extremely terrible at football. I haven't seen MSU win a game since like what September? I mean, yeah, September. Yeah, 
Yeah, I- I'm going to go ahead and just ignore all those stats that you rattled <laughs> off. Yes. You don't even have to ignore them. You can acknowledge them and be like, I understand. I still don't trust Michigan State. Yeah, but that's nicer than what I want to lead on. So I'm just going to outright ignore them. Uh, so the betting indicators in this game tend to favor Rutgers. Uh, well, it's about time Vegas comes along with this. Yeah, <laughs> no, finally, it I makes mean, sense. Like, what is going on? <laughs> then we had to see five straight letdowns. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, like 75% of bets are on Michigan State. The number yeah. um, has indicated that sharp money is on Rutgers. Michigan State never covers as a three-touchdown favorite. Uh, although they're technically not, they almost never cover when they're a double-digit favorite. Yeah. Uh, they're reeling. What else? There's a million different things, but yeah, all the signs are yeah. take Rutgers in this one. Anyone injured in the Michigan game out like for this game or no? Like, did we lose anyone long term in that one? No, uh, I, I didn't think so. Speedy's okay. back. That is exciting. Yeah, yeah. So very exciting. It's pretty cool. We'll see if he's still fast. Yeah, I, I give that a, a neat. <laughs> neat. That's what I give. So this, uh, these are games I don't enjoy because it's all downside. It is, um, but the only upside is is not even – it doesn't have to do with the game itself. It's the fact that it's just at noon on Saturday. Yeah. Like, let's just get this over with as soon as we possibly can. <laughs> yep. Let's just get this out of the way and just try to enjoy the rest of our Saturday. So I'm a little bummed out that I will not be in Piscataway for this one. I don't travel. I, you know what? I, I would like to be there for, for this game. That, yeah. that would be fun Just in a sick way. I want to take in a Big Ten football game because it's different when it's a Mac, Mac school, right? A Mac game. Yeah. It's pretty regular that you're going to go to a, a Mac football game and it's going to be very sparsely attended. Mm-hmm. Unless yes. you've got a team that's really kind of rolling or it's a big rivalry game. You know, they're pretty thin crowds for understandable reasons. Yeah, totally. But when it's a Big Ten game and there's 19 people in the stands. Correct. There's something (laughs) intimate about it, you know? (laughs) A nice quaint setting. Yeah, like I want to be there. I want to feel what it's like to watch college players play in a high school environment. Yeah, right. And like MSU like hasn't drawn the biggest crowds uh, in, in some games in the past, but at least you're still like in a stadium that feels like a Division I stadium. Mm Mm-hmm. Like Rutgers, it feels like you're at like a Division Seven, like Texas high school, for well, example. Yeah. So. Well, even like the Illinois, like Michigan State, still. We'll see about Maryland, but they've done well in terms of attendance this year, better than they. Should. I was impressed with the Illinois game. Yeah. I was very impressed with the Illinois game. They've done better yeah. uh, than they than they have deserved, frankly, based on on the field products. Not to say that mm-hmm. the kids don't deserve to have fans. They do. Um, but yeah, totally. As, uh, like just what you would expect with a, a four and six team that's on a five game losing streak, people are going to stop showing up. Uh, but they haven't, and that's that's good on them. Yeah, this is a different animal. Like <laughs> it's not even the same a tad species. Bit, yeah. It mm-hmm. is totally wild. Um, and that makes the potential for a loss all that much more chilling. Oh, oh yeah, and just like the reality of it. Like I could very well see us losing this game. Mm-hmm. Do do I think we'll win? Yeah, I, I do. Not by a lot, but I do think we'll win. But, man, like, for the first time probably ever, I could see in the back of my head, like, uh, we could lose to Rutgers. I guess I – you know what? No, I did think that in 2016 for about until 10 minutes into the game when we were up. 56-3. 21-0 immediately, yeah. 
But man, it's like, I don't know, like Rutgers is still playing hard this season. Like they're looking for like any marquee win in their season that's not like a Division II school. So you got that whole thing. I know that's such like rah-rah analytics that I'm giving you there, but dang it, it's what I believe. So yeah, they're, I don't know, man. They're playing hard for Nunzio. They are. And that is they are. his first they, name. Yeah. Against all odds, it is. Nunzio Campanelli is the most Jersey Shore Italian name I've ever heard in my life. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and they and they know MSU is a quote wounded animal, but not in the sense that Antonio wants them to be. Like they are vulnerable, they are hurt, they are weak, and they are ready to get preyed on. Now, can the Scarlet Knights do it? (laughs) Oh, tune in Saturday at noon to see if they'll do it. Nunzio went to Don Bosco Prep. And, oh, no, oh, I he know. Coached there. He coached at Don Bosco Oh, okay, Prep. gotcha. He went to uh, Paramus Catholic High School. All right, nice. Yeah, Roman Catholic High School. Not In New Jersey, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's for uh, Rashawn Gary, the guy who definitely did not make north of $300,000 uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to, to pick his college went, yeah. right? Uh, okay, I, I don't right know. School. They have an archbishop. Night, neat. All right. <laughs> so yeah, he is Jersey through and through. Yeah. Um, he should be in Goodfellas. Probably was if you read the credits a little closely. But speaking of uh, wounded animal, I had a friend text me and he made a good point after that. Okay. He's like, don't we put down wounded animals? <laughs> oh yeah, more times than not. Yeah, like, isn't that, definitely. Yeah, you know, that's what happens uh, when you bring a, an injured critter that got hit by a car not a pet but like a raccoon or something people do that bring them into vet clinics and stuff they're like we're just gonna euthanize it Uh (laughs) we're just gonna you know not have this wild hurt animal in our clinic probably a good call yeah Yeah. so yeah that is another wounded animal point i really feel like Rutgers thinks they can win this game and that scares me oh of course they do yeah and they've got nothing to lose no not as like double reverses flea flickers Fake mm-hmm. kicks. We're gonna see punts on second down just because. Oh, yeah. yeah, like we're gonna see it all. What? Who does Rutgers play next? Uh, Penn State. Oh, okay. So this is their last yeah. shot at a win, and it's at Penn State. I would say so. So it's senior day. It might be a tough one to win. Senior day, Piscataway, New Jersey. Rutgers hasn't won a Big Ten game in 19 years. Yep. Playing for Nunzio. Yep. Wounded animal coming into town. Yep. I'm excited. Are you excited? <laughs> this, I don't think it's going to happen, but okay. this has the potential to be the worst day mm-hmm. in Michigan State football yeah. history. Modern However, history. it's not the John L. Smith day. So Modern modern history. Uh, yeah. Can you think yes. of a moment? Um, I remember losing to Central Michigan felt pretty low, but... Like okay, at the end of Central the day, Michigan that was a pretty Dan sick Le- It had team. Dan Lafever. Yeah. That was a 10-11 win Central Michigan team, wasn't it? Oh, I know, but I'm saying like at the time, like at the end of the season, it was like, ah, okay, that wasn't that bad, actually. And like, <laughs> like I think we still made a bowl game that year, if I'm not mistaken. So Central went 12-2 and two that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but at the time, it's like, oh, <laughs> man, I can't believe we did this. Shucks. But uh, this would have lasting implications if uh, uh-huh. we lost this one. Yeah, the jokes everyone would get off at our expense, probably us included, honestly, would be uh, of biblical proportions. So, yeah. 
Yeah, that was um, Dan Lefevre was a senior. Antonio Brown was a junior. I don't know. I don't remember if Eric Fisher played that game, but they had Frank Zombo too, who's a pro. JJ Watt was not on that team, was he? He might have been. Um, yeah. But do you know what? Just to make it sound better, yeah, let's just say he wasn't. I that think team. that was just before him. Um, okay. Nick Bullor, they had a bunch of pros on their freaking team. Um, yeah, they ended up being pretty sick, yeah, as you said. That was a good so, yeah. team in yeah Michigan State. Um, not the best team that year. Nah, but not the worst, not the as worst. we uh, learned later on. So, yeah. Um, anyway, sorry. Just kind of rambling around there. Um, Do you think we make people excited for football games or, or no? No, but I think we speak to them. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's all we're trying to do yeah, here. I think we we give the content they want. They want to know what is this going to be the worst weekend ever in Michigan State football. It is. Like yeah. that's mm-hmm. the, losing to losing to Illinois is worse than losing to that Central Michigan team. Yeah, I'll stand oh by yeah, that. yeah. 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 No, that's completely inbounds. Yeah. Like when you're a 500 power 5 team, like you lose to really mm-hmm. good group of 5 teams that happens. Um, yeah. Yeah. But after this weekend we get to watch our team play basketball in Hawaii with a bunch of scenic shots yeah. leading in and out from commercial breaks as we're just chilling here in 28 degree weather and just gray slop outside. <laughs> Is Bill Walton so, on the call for the Maui gym? Oh. I feel I like don't he should know, be. but that seems directly up his alley. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've seen him there I, I honestly don't know i hope he is i can't believe See, i can't people... tell if i think i've seen him there because he always wears hawaii shirts <laughs> yeah. on every broadcast or if he's yes. actually in hawaii yes. I, I can't for the life of me figure it out yeah i don't know are you on team bill walton see it's weird like i feel like i'm the only guy that's kind of on the fence with him oh, like i, I feel like everyone else either loves or hates sense. him i know it's like there are times where it's like oh this is pretty funny and other times it's like are we ever gonna talk about this game going on right now, or or no? no. Like, how are we gonna? No, okay. It's boring. So. Dave Pash talks about the game. Bill Walton doesn't. Yeah, yeah. That's the point. It's a nice reprieve. So I'm, I'm on the fence with them. God, we'll, we'll get you I off know. the fence, and we'll get you on his side. I hope he's doing the Maui invite, and I will be All just right. blocking and muting everyone on Twitter, getting into <laughs> fights to defend Bill Walton's honor. <laughs> just like name searching Bill Walton. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like. I will be like hyping him up, pumping him up as much as I can on my Twitter, mm-hmm. and someone's going to come back and be like, meh, 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 and it's just going to be like, mute, meet me in Temecula, you coward. Yeah. Meet me in Temecula. Yep. Yeah. You know what a really good way to, um, and this will be a last thing here, because really, okay. it's Rutgers. What the hell are we going to talk about? Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got football players that are sort of D1-ish. Okay. Um, do some decent All right. players. Do we? Is is Leonte Carew still there? I. That's the first time I've ever heard that name. I no, don't it's know. not. He he had the member when Michigan State bare, really good Michigan State. Oh, was this a receiver? He had 170 yards and three touchdowns. Oh my God! Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry, I just blocked that name out of my head. Yeah, no, I I 100 percent know what you're talking about. That no. dude was was cold. If he was like, I don't know. Whatever his situation was, but he had—I think he had like some uh, domestic abuse things, if not, or maybe ah, it, was, it was something off the field. I, I shouldn't say what it was because I don't yes. know what it was. But he had off the field stuff that gave him issues in college and then in the pros too. But that dude could ball. I hate him. <laughs> he was like the Big Ten version of DK Metcalf. Like he was <laughs> just a speed demon out there, and yeah. it was very sad and scary. 
but we got to figure it out. So yeah, got that win. Um, so I do this thing on Facebook. Uh, or I did this thing. I guess I don't really go on there anymore. It's a really good way to clear out your friends thing because you you look okay. one day and you're like, I have a thousand friends on here. I don't know that many people. Okay. Is that when birthdays come up? If you go on Facebook every day, it sees whose mm. birthday it is. Mm-hmm. And then you look at them and you go, am I actually friends with this person? And if you are, you keep them. If not, you unfriend that person. And then in What one, a lovely gift. And then yes. in one calendar year, you will have yeah. an appropriately curated Facebook friends list. And you don't have to do anything extra to do it. You just do it every day. Okay? No, is this... Going back to MSU in somehow in some way, or are you just offering this? I'm offering that up? as advice. Okay. And I'm also bringing it back to MSU mm-hmm. because that's a great way to sort of manage social media, right? Manage a social media account. I found okay. a great way to manage uh, a Twitter account, and that is mm-hmm. to write a column with the headline, Mark D'Antonio should stay in 2020, <laughs> and then just mute everybody who comments on it without reading Excellent. it. <laughs> Like, no, that's fantastic. <laughs> if you are reading that headline and saying, I'm going to fire off a comment right now, then I'm going to mute you. And it was just, it was a party. No, that's great. So like, did you even believe what you wrote in the column or do you just do that all just to <laughs> pick through the weeds of your Twitter following? Do you just what, do that all, all for show? Once a month, I fire off a, a column with a headline that I know yeah. will elicit reaction <laughs> just to see who's actually reading yeah. and who's just commenting without reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like why Jack Hoiberg should start over Cassius Winston will be next month. Yeah. It's going to be great. No, no, not, not even that because that's too much. Cassius Winston is overrated. Yeah, now we're talking. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah that's right. A that's real right. You can't go that. overboard. Right? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, if you want to read that column, that why Mark D'Antonio is the best option of a bad options um, to move the program forward in the year 2020, you can read that at Spartans Wire. SpartansWire.usatoday.com. You can always read Matt's work at The Only Colors, but I don't yes. advise you to do that. Oh, man. That's all right. Um, yeah, that's the end of the show, Matt. We did it. We made it through another week. Yeah, heck yeah. Two weeks down. You haven't been fired yet. That's an upset. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening to today's show. Reminder, rate, review, subscribe, rate, review, subscribe. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get podcasts. Tell people about it, too. If you enjoy the show, do us a favor. little word of mouth. more people we get, the better for everyone involved. All right, Matt. That's the end of the show. This week, we'll be back Monday. We'll talk about, hopefully, not the, the worst loss in Michigan State football history. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll start getting ready for some more basketball. Yeah, buddy. All right, take us home. All right, have a great weekend, everyone. Let's do it. Go green. Down with Rutgers. (laughs)